We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. It is 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer at Rexall Place, the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks, the team in which our next guest, Ryan Smith, was involved in an infamous uh, moment with J.S. Jaguar, who was complaining about uh, Smith's moulet being in the way. Ryan Smith, Edmonton sporting icon and uh, Oilers legend, joins us right now on Oilers Now. Ryan, how you doing? I'm good, Bob. You? Good. Uh, you remember that incident with uh, J.S. Jaguar? He went a little I'd crazy like on it. I was my hair, yep. That was, uh, that, that was a good incident for sure. Um, I think it was a little bit of uh, uh, harassment in front of the net, knocking his stick out of his, uh, um, not out of his hands, but enough to uh, cause, a, cause a goal to go in. So, yeah, good old days. The good, good old, old days. days. You remember playing them in the, the 06 playoffs? Uh, you guys were sick, were you not, in that series? Like, you had just a wicked run. We had five or six guys and i think uh, um ethan ethan one ethan morrow was the one that had it and started it and then it just trickled like through five or six guys and guys played through it <laughs> it was just unbelievable you that guys were crazy, on, I remember, crazy i remember you were on fumes and i'm i'm trying to think was it game uh you won in five so you won game five down there in anaheim was it game four here at Rexall where they outshot you like 22 or 23 to one or something like that? Uh, yep. Rolling still on his head <laughs> like he did throughout the whole playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite something. That uh, that series, it, honestly, after the first two series, we went with, uh, um, you know, beating Detroit, beating uh, San Jose. And then this, I thought it was going to be a battle. And then obviously we just, found ways to win we got momentum and you know we just rode with it with how Roley was playing you know it's funny ryan is the first two games in san jose they beat you 2-1 in both games and i there were people writing you off and i i was just like you know the sharks haven't put the orders i think uh you know, I, we just had specter in studio here he he said that uh, you guys would lose to detroit three yeah and uh, you got a you you doing good there? You by yourself? All you know, good, bud. Yep, you're all, all good. good. Yep. Uh, you said you beat Detroit in three. Robin Brownlee and myself, I think we're the only two Edmonton guys that had you guys beating the Red Wings. I thought you guys were just all wrong for Detroit. Do you recall at what point you realized you might beat Detroit? Um, did we rephrase that question, bud? I just yeah. Got... At what point did you think you were going to beat Detroit? You know, I thought it was in in, in game uh, two when uh, the stake got thrown on the ice. Yep. Was it game two? Yep. It was game two when uh, uh, somebody threw a no the octopus on the ice. Right. And Brad Winchester went and grabbed it, and that Mac T was the one that told him to go get it. He had a rubber glove on, <laughs> and, and and it was priceless because he went out and grabbed it. Took it to our bench and threw it, and it was just like, we we got this now. We're we're gonna gain some momentum from this kind of stuff, and and uh, obviously it went back and forth. But game six was uh, very pivotal in a lot of guys' careers. I think obviously Stevie Y retired after that. Yep. 
But um, what a series that was. Uh, did we, did Winchester score like a huge goal in game two, or was that game five he got a big one? I know he's got a big one in Detroit. It was game five. It was game five, right? Yeah, yeah. That was an afternoon game. Pronger was brilliant in that game. He always helped. He was brilliant in a lot of games during that yes. during that playoff series. Uh, Alish Hemsky, by the way, Fernando Pisani each had two goals in game six. I remember how pumped up you guys were when you knocked him off. That was quite, you know, that was a big deal. And they were a measuring stick. You know, and they still are in today's game. <laughs> I mean, they the guy heard you and Spec talking about, you know, um, drafting well. Well, <laughs> that team did. That team drafted well. I mean, Zetterberg and Datsuk late rounds. Yep. Um, you know, they they develop a great system there, and obviously, uh, hats off to Kenny Holland and the organization. We're joined right now by. Uh... Longtime Edmonton Oiler Ryan Smith now doing some work with Hockey Canada, also parenting as you can tell. Now, do yeah. you use do you use the rubber gloves when you have to do certain jobs as a parent? <laughs> uh, I think I used to, but I got over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my no, wife, it's... my wife did the majority of that work with our two kids. I can tell you that right. <laughs> uh, and she worked no, full time while she did. It's, it's been a great blessing hanging around this one. She's. Uh, She's an awesome little girl, little Gabrielle. So yeah, I'm pretty, her, uh, pretty yeah, jacked. Yeah, had her down at the rink today. I know you had a chance to bump in a, uh, some of your former teammates. Todd Marchant yeah. was in the house, and uh, you, you saw Louie. And uh, Andrew Cogliano, you know, was a guy that was around as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is a pretty good hockey club the Oilers are playing tonight in Anaheim, isn't it? Huge, huge. Uh, another one. Did you say Roly? I didn't Rolly see the goalie. I, I didn't. It was Rolly there. I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah, I was talking to him there. But yeah, um, obviously they started out uh, really slow. Um, Anaheim. Yep. Um, I think for their likings, I think they would have been uh, wanting to be better off the off the get go. But uh, no question, they're uh, they're going to be a contender. Um, I can see a lot of uh, similarities from. 06 run to these guys with the depth that they got, the goaltending they have. Yeah, um, yeah it's just going to be uh, it's going to be pretty to watch down the stretch. Well, they've also, I mean, you, you take a look at it, and obviously they got Getzlaff and Perry. Perron's yeah. been a good addition for them as well. But Kessler just gives them a little bit different dimension, and their defense can really transition the puck, can't they? The guy uh, you hate to play against, but you want on your team. Um, Kessler? You know, Kessler, he finds a way to be a fact, a factor in the game. And, um, you know, it's it's having that depth. And, you know, you talk about Getzlaff and Perry, but uh, at the end of the day, when you have guys, um, you know, Bietzek's even been through there, knows the uh, – uh, those guys went to the distance just like us. So they had a taste of it, and they're ready. Let me ask you this. You said that you hated playing against Kessler. Which, who was the player? Give me a couple players you hated playing against the most. Uh, well, I think I'd have to go to Adam Foote or Richard Mavichuk because it's, you know, that forward D matchup. Um, Forward-wise, uh, you know, Kessler's up there. Yeah. But, um um, you know, I, I got to go with Footy and Mavichuk for well, sure. Well, when they Hatcher, had, Hatcher, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. You played Dallas in all those playoff series, Ryan, yep. and, you know, Hatcher and Ludwig and Mavichuk, the stuff they got away with back then. Yeah. Like, they'd be in the penalty box every shift now, wouldn't they? Yeah, they sure would. 
Uh, you get away with murder back then, for sure. Yeah, and you got away with a little too, didn't you? I did. And did you have to do that to protect yourself a bit? Well, over time, yep. And I think I learned that from guys like that. You know, they got away with it, so it's like I got to dish it back in certain areas. And you know, you talked about J.S. Uh, Jaguar. I got in his kitchen, just you know, tapping the top of his stick, and and you know, you just. You find little ways to help your teammates win. Obviously, it's a there's a fine line on that because you could be a, um, a hindrance in that in that factor. You know, taking penalties. Ryan, we're just going to ask you a couple questions because it sounds like you're still doing some parenting as well. Uh, <laughs> one, just what about Connor McDavid? Seven games since he's come back from the injury. What are your thoughts on what you're seeing? You know. Not very many guys can come out of a major injury or major surgery and, and be effective like he has. Obviously, he's young. He's got that uh, in front of him in regards to healing up. Um, I think the timing was uh, on in the Oilers' favor and extending that week or seven, eight days or whatever it was exactly over the All-Star break. And then coming out of it, uh, he was just geared up, ready to go, and uh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure he wanted to play uh, eight or nine days before that, but um, the way it worked out was uh, in in the Oilers' favor. And he's uh, he's the real deal. Um, it's nice to see that uh, he makes players around him better. Um, for sure, he's. Uh, um, every time I hear him talk, I've met him a few times down in the room, but every time I hear him talk on the radio or on TV, it's just he says the right things, he does the right things, handles himself with a great deal of professionalism, and uh, the, Oilers got, uh, the Oilers got this guy for a long time. Now you're playing senior hockey, is that right? That's correct. Which team are you playing for? Stony Plain Eagles. So tell me this, you thinking of a comeback? <laughs> Because I think you might be able to score 30 goals. That's how good McDavid is right now if he was dishing to you. Uh, yeah, if, if, if you put me on his left wing, I'll just go to the net and try to tap those ones in, I'll tell you. But, uh, um, yeah, I was down in the room the one day, and uh, Todd McClellan goes, what are you doing down here? Are you coming down for the power play? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, well, let's back this up here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's nice to get back on the ice and – you know, I love that. I uh, love the game, love the competitiveness, and I've uh, been enjoying it so far. Is Blair Zahara still playing senior hockey? I know he was playing a few years ago for the, I, the Stony Plain Eagles. I don't know if he's still playing. Who's Who, who are the best uh, guys in your team right now that are they're helping you out a bit there? Well, um, Tanner House is playing. Okay. Um, Foster, he led the league last year. He... Um, Okotoks folded, so then he came up and played up here. Okay. And uh, he just started out again back at her. So um, fresh to the league, just starting to get to know some of the players. Obviously, um, uh, I can't remember who did a, a, a thing on the Vandermeer boys play in. Uh, there's three of them that play in uh, Innisfail. Don't fight those guys. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, I th thought the game too much to, to let those guys get in my head. You know, they're tough little buggers, those guys. Yeah, my brother's down there. He's coaching with uh, Sutter down in Innisfail. Yeah. They play Bentley right now. So the winner of those will play the winner of uh, 
us in uh, Fort Sask. Well, you know what happens, eh, is if, it is, if Innisfail ends up losing that, uh, the town's folks won't be happy. They'll refer to them as Innisfailures. <laughs> you got all the words, bud. Uh, that's it. right. Hey, Ryan, get back to parenting. Thanks for your time, right. okay? Thanks, Thanks a lot. Bob. You bet. Thanks yeah, absolutely. That's Ryan Smith playing for the Stony Plain Eagles. Now, I think Stony Plain in Fort Saskatchewan for several years had a, a lot of uh, ex-Alberta Golden Bears, uh, a lot of the Red Deer Connection guys, obviously, um, playing as well uh, for uh, Brent Sutter, so or for Brent, uh, for Brian Sutter. Uh, you know, it's funny how you remember interviews. I remember one that Ryan Rashog and myself did uh, with uh, Brian Sutter. And he was out milking the cows, and you could hear the cows in the background. So you, you remember these little things. We'll remember that one with Ryan Smith as well. 147. Do you want to mention, we went around the NHL with Mark Spector for world floor covering, stressing about stains and accidents on your carpets, the thing of the past with lifeguard waterproof carpet backing from Shaw Floors. If you have pets and kids, be confident your home is clean and fresh. Life, lifeguard carpet from Shaw Floors. Go down and visit uh, my buddies over at worldfloorcoverings.com. Daryl Cook and the gang, they will look after you. Panahut Express with catering options for every event, meetings, parties, or even that forgotten family gathering. Visit PanahutExpress.net or call 780-473-3663 and place your order now. When we come back on Oilers Now, we will uh, give you a reset. We'll give you the expected line combinations, the Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks, and we'll get to this day in Oilers history. And it was a day and a game in which Ryan Smith uh, picked up a couple of assists. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 115 Edmonton, the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Let's bang off a couple quick picks. Uh, the Big Sweet says, Ryan Smith, we could use you for about the last 30 games of the season. I feel you retired seven years too soon. Uh, Bob, it's been a great show. Uh, tell Mark Spector I'm reading his book, and I love it. Uh, can you please ask Ryan what the hell it will take to uh, teach our young players to get to the front of a darn net? Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tom says, uh, Ryan Smith is still a beauty. Uh, out of Red Deer, this text comes in saying the Bentley Generals are now the Lacombe Generals. Another text says, I'd take a retired Ryan Smith over Yakupov in his prime any day. Uh, and DB says, Bob, the Ducks team is built to win game controlling D man and forwards that outcycle a May tag. That is hard to beat. This text comes in, obviously not from a fan of mine. Bob, why do you always pat uh, yourself on the back like when the Sharks are up two zip in the series and you said the orders will come back? It's just one of the hundreds of times you have to get your two bits in about calling something right or one time or the other. Uh, have uh, you been this insecure all your life or what? Wow, that's a really pleasant text. I appreciate that one. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, but I will make another prediction. That'll probably be the last text I take for you. Just kidding. All righty, let's go to around the NHL. Oh, no, we did that. Uh, let's go to this day in order's history brought to you by the fine folks at New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 35 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at Edmonton Airport's Valley Park. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all the details. February 16, 2013. Uh, that was the lockout year. Brendan Ulrich, what happened? Well, it was the last time I guess the Oilers were technically in uh, the playoff hunt in February. Uh, they would dump the Avs 6-4 on home ice. 
Jordan Eberle and Alex Hemsky would each score twice. Taylor Hall picked up three assists. And Ryan Smith also had uh, two assists in that game. There we go. I, if, if I'm not mistaken, they had over 50 shots in that game. They were just pumping the puck on goal. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Book your one-week all-inclusive winter vacation at these great rates. Jamaica, 1450. Lost Cobbles, 925. Uh, call the travel experts. New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. 56, Bob. They had 56 shots. Yeah, Hall at 8, Everly at 7. So, yeah, they were firing the puck. Yeah. Yeah, and they were behind, and then they just took over control of that game. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks come in, uh, winners of uh, nine of their last 11 games. They're 9-1-1 during that stretch. They're 14-1-1 in their last 16 at Rexall. Since Christmas time, Anaheim is 16-4-2. They're going to run with Getzlaff up front with Perron and uh, Santrelli. Ryan Getzlaff, by the way, 37 points in 36 career games against the Oilers. Ricard Raquel centers their second line. They've recalled Nick Ritchie from uh, Dallas Aiken, San Diego Gulls of the American Hockey League. And uh, Corey Perry is on the right side. Perry, by the way, in his career against Edmonton, 21 goals, 35 points in 40 games. Kessler has 37 points in 56 games against the Oilers. Um, he will center Andrew Cogliano, who's now played 677 career NHL games. Tonight will be 678. And Jakob Silverberg, who came over in the Bobby Ryan trade. Nate Thompson, the one-time Seattle Thunderbird, with Patrick Maroon and Ryan Garbutt. Maroon got a little bit nicked up last night, took a high stick. On defense, Cam Fowler with Kevin Bieksa. Bieksa re-upping for a two-year deal, $4 million per. Fowler still got two more years left on his five-year deal. At four million bucks, Hampus Lindholm, a restricted free agent, playing twenty-two thirteen, is with Josh Manson, who was selected in the sixth round of the eleventh draft, and uh, Simone Dupre with Sammy Votnin, who, like Lindholm, is a restricted free agent and also plays north of 20 minutes a game. Freddie Anderson gets the back-to-back start. Uh, he is a restricted free agent. Be interesting to see what happens. Of course, they got Gibson, uh, John Gibson. Uh, their their future in between the pipes could be Canada's goalie for Canada's North America's goalie for that U24 team coming up. For the Oilers, McDavid with Pouliot and Everly, they've combined for 32 points over the last seven games, though they were held off the scoreboard against Winnipeg. Drysaddle and Hall held off the scoreboard over the last five games. Taylor hasn't scored in 10. Teddy Purcell on their right side. Cassian with Latestu and Yakupov. Yakupov pointless in his last eight games. Henricks with Korpakoski and Pakarinen. Korpakoski has not scored in 24. Uh, he is struggling in terms of possession-wise for the Oilers. Parker Rennan has not scored in nine games. There is an illness chance that Lander plays. My guess is it involves a player in the bottom six. Andre Sekera with Justin Schultz. Uh, Brandon Davidson, who's been over 25 minutes to the last four games with Eric Griba. Darnell Nurse with Mark Fain. Cam Talbot starts in goal. That's a look up at the two teams for tonight's game. Uh, the Oilers, by the way, 15, 10, and 2 on home ice this year. As, uh, we will be back tonight, 5.30, for the face-off show. Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. Um, tomorrow, one of our guests will be Craig Simpson from uh, NHL Hockey on Rogers. Up next, the news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.
News Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business on Oilers Radio.